Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Union 0430. This is episode 76. Um, another light crew again. Uh, light, uh, both figuratively and um, what's that other? Figuratively and nah, whatever. I'm not a smart man. Um, <laughs> um, yes, episode 76, everybody. We've got Brian Russian coming to us all the way from Midland, Ontario. Um, we've got Phil coming to us from Scugog. That's that's yeah. that's Scugog Township. Scugog Township. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, we'll get into uh, chatting with Brian here real quick, but I wanted to put this out. This is the 7th of December that we're recording this episode. Obviously, it'll drop on Monday. Um, but I really, really wanted to get this out because it is absolutely humbling. Phil and I were talking about it before we hit the record button. But as of today, the 7th of December, we are over 10,000 downloads of, uh, of the podcast. That's just the podcast. So not including the, the YouTube channel. So just on the podcast alone, over 10,000 downloads. And um, it is extremely humbling for the simple fact that um, we didn't know if anybody was going to like what we what we started when we started this. Um, it was really just an idea just for us to hang out because we're spread all across the country. Um, and it turned out to, you know, 10,000 people downloading it and actually liking it. So now, um, so we set our first goal of hitting 50 episodes. We hit that. Um, we've got our 10,000 downloads. Now we need to get that 1,000 subscribers onto the YouTube channel. So uh, we're going to be going to be knocking uh, on your what? We should think about maybe a little giveaway. Yeah. So I, I am doing a giveaway. Um, so it'll this will air on Monday. So the giveaway will already be announced. But our good friends, Maddie Wilson, Ryan DeMerchant, and uh, Julian Dion down at East Coast Calls, they sent me a, uh, a goose call um and some stickers to uh to give away so uh real nice call really like just a just a shirt like a, a matte black like nothing that's, that's busy. pretty yeah it is it's really pretty it's just you know just simple um <laughs> i like it and then uh and gave us uh, some stickers too so um that'll be announced tomorrow the 8th of december um yeah, and we'll get through that. So, um, yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening so far and, and sending us all those uh, ideas and, and stuff. So now uh, we got that edited away. Now we can bring on uh, Mr. Brian Russian, who both Phil and I had known for a while on the Webernet, as Phil says. I got to meet Brian for the first time at the Punisher Waterfowl Camp just this past fall um, and we got to hang out and, and make fun of one another and, and have a good laugh. So, um, so there's Brian and Phil and Phil and Brian have known one another on the Webernet for a while and they're meeting for the first time tonight via zoom. So Brian, thanks like, for coming on, buddy. It's like divine. Thanks for having me. Divine intervention. Yeah. There you go. No, you're welcome, buddy. Thanks for thanks for agreeing to come on. Uh, should be a good laugh tonight because uh, <laughs> it just should. Uh, I think it's the, the, the right the right crew on here right now to to have a good laugh. So, 
Uh, like I said, Brian's coming to us from Midland, um, just what, about an hour and a half northwest or northeast of Toronto. Just straight north. Straight north? Straight so, north. Straight up the 400 and you'll hit me. Okay. Yeah, yeah go up to Barry, hang a left. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Because you and Craig Lalonde are buddies, right? And, and yeah, there, yeah. there's an HRC chapter in Midland, the Georgian Bay HRC. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Have you participated, Phil? In, in... Uh, I have I have been to their function twice. Yeah, twice I've been up there to run, <clears throat> run their test. Phenom- phenomenal club. They do great work. Great group of people. Tons of fun. Yeah. So just, a side, just, just a side note for any of those that do the dog thing. You got to get into the HRC and run these tests. The weekends are amazing. Prizes, gifts, big dinner. A lot of fun. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, so I really, one of the things that I really wanted to get Brian on the show for, um, just because I, I think I take it for granted that most people hunt at a boat's. Um, for ducks, not so much geese, um, but for ducks. But when we were planning the fowl weekend this year, Brian had said, I can't wait to come and shoot ducks over water. And I was like, you've never <laughs> shot ducks over water. And he was like, no, I always shoot them over fields. Like that's what I do. Very I, rarely. I, yeah. And you're just, you shoot, you shoot over fields. Right. So I was like, huh, I guess I, I, I really take a but then that being said, I've never, like, I can count on two hands how many times I've shot ducks in a field, too. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, that's so, my favorite. Oh, it. Oh, it's the best. I just, <clears throat> I just don't have the opportunity to do it. What about you, Philly? What are you like? You took us to a spot the other day that that had some ducks in the field. They didn't really want to do it for us, but yeah, like the vast majority. Excuse me. The vast majority of my my field shooting is all geese. Yeah. Um, like this one uh, one property I just uh, recently acquired in Keswick. There. Yeah. A couple months, couple <laughs> yeah. months ago. Um, <laughs> she she was lo- lowered up with mallards, and we got into there. But I find, at least personally, from my experience, hunting ducks in like a dry field, whether corn field, whatever, like geese will come in and just do it dirty. Like you get that yeah. proper wind and everything. You don't even have to touch the call flicker mm-hmm. of the flag and they are beeline to the kill hole. Mm-hmm. Ducks will toy with your emotions. <laughs> especially, especially <laughs> mallards. I have seen this on several occasions where they'll come and like, like the stars and the moon and the gravitational pull are all in a line. Yeah. Then you throw in a fucking chicken with a gazoo and it's like <laughs> the end of it. Right. Yeah. And like they'll come in and like they'll circle, circle. They're they're grab ass and doing whatever. And then there's like, yeah, not today, Isis. And then they peter <laughs> off. And it's just like WTF. <laughs> but like there there is times where like, you know, they'll they'll do it dirty and just straight into the kill hole and drop like from my experience, they just it's just the never ending circle jerk. Yeah. Ducks are assholes. Just yes. Ducks are Ducks. assholes. Just, just well, fucking land. You've got one job. Well, land. I don't. I don't think you could use that as a blanket statement that ducks are mallards are assholes. Mallards are notorious no, duck, for ducks that. Ducks are assholes. No, no. Yeah. 
wood ducks and teal are they do it dirty all the time mallards, yeah that's true yeah mallards are teal and, and wood ducks they do it dirty all the time i find mallards like mallards are very very um suspicious and and you're right phil like they'll just jerk you around and jerk you around um you two gentlemen are frozen and i can't see you moving so no i can see brian phil is um holding up a glass there so it could be my internet connection tonight um we've been having i can hear you fine okay um we've been having some shitty some shitty uh internet service around here so but anyways brian to get back to it like you you spend the majority of your time in the field hunting um, ducks, geese. And one of the things I really wanted to pick your brain about is the fact that you um, you spend a lot of time hunting over the real geese silhouette decoys. And I wanted to pick your brain because on the real geese fan page, and even last week when we had Craig on the show, people are still asking, you know, what is that ideal spread? Now, and I mentioned when I was out with Phil, I was <clears throat> doing like the T to try and give it some of that, that 3d sort of kind of look and then feels like no no don't worry about that just every three to four feet space them out right um yeah. four to five four to five <coughs> sorry four to five space them out but like like i said uh before when i'm talking to phil i find that everybody has their own plan like everybody understands the basic of how geese and ducks work and how they're going to come in and use the wind and all that. But everybody's spread is a little bit different. Everybody goes about it a little bit different of a way. Right. And I really wanted to pick your yep. brain on, and so walk us through um, you've, so you've done your scout, you know, where the X is um, walk us through showing up and, and starting your setup of your, of your uh, silhouettes. I just want to be, be honest right out there i'm usually the i'm usually the blind guy but it's uh we kind of it's changes every time like yeah. there's no there's no magical spread right but just generally all your decoys make it look like they're walking to where you want to kill them uh nothing that looks like a pattern yeah so but this year was uh wind screwed us every time so our spread changed four or five times every day you know and that's a good point you brought that up and phil we even talked about it that day when we were out um and and i was bringing it up to some people that i was talking to earlier this week i find this year more so than any other year <clears throat> that i've hunted where i'm watching the weather and watching what it's calling for for wind and I don't think they've got it right once this year, the, the weatherman, uh, especially the weather network is what I should say. Yeah. It's only people paid to be wrong, right? Man, <laughs> like, it, it's amazing. Like, it seems like, you know, when, when, the, when the meteorologists were using an abacus and, 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 and fucking stone tablets, they were more accurate than what they are now with all this satellites and all this bullshit up in the air and 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 stuff but i don't think there there's been a day this season that the weatherman's got the wind right for us down here no same not unless it's like a gale force wind they usually nail that but <laughs> yeah but then yeah but then they 
they scare the shit out of everybody and, and everyone's too scared to leave their house because they call it the <laughs> storm watch or, or whatever. So that's that's all down in your area, Phil. That's all those that's all those city city folks. Oh Christ, there's th- three quarters of an inch of snow coming back down the hatches calling the calling <laughs> the army, right? Well, fuck, I seen I seen the, the picture Brian sent me today saying, Yep, my season's done. Like holy like we it, the ground is still bare here. Um, well, what did you get, had... like 18, 18 inches, Brian? Yeah, 18 inches last night. <laughs> Good uh, Lord. Yeah, how did that grab you? I seen I a picture of 12, 12 hours in a loader. Oh, shit, yeah. I seen a picture of Craig Lalonde uh, uh, put up on Facebook today. He was taking his trash out, trying to get his... <laughs> <laughs> trying to get his garbage can out through the snow. It was like, holy smokes, that's that's a lot. Snowshoes on. Yeah, like it, it's wild, man. Now, still, fellas are saying the birds are around, boys, but I can't see, I can't find them. I, I don't know where they are. Like now, now when I say that, oh, there's there's it's geese. all those heated heated corn ponds. <laughs> like geese, I got I I know where the geese are. It's the ducks. I cannot find the ducks, man. Like, I don't know where they are. And fellas are telling me they're around, but I, I've yet to see them. I don't, I don't know where the hell they are because I can't find them. I haven't, I haven't been out in a week um, just because I can't find any birds to hunt. You need to get out yeah, I'm in the same boat. We got nothing. It's wild. There's geese around, but, um, but they're on... Like the geese that I'm seeing, they're on properties that you can't get access to, right? And then they're in close to the city limits, so you can't you can't hunt there or whatever, right? So it's it's weird, man. It's such a weird season. I know my buddy Jason Sears has been saying it. Um, you know, just bad year. And then I'm hearing down in the states, they're using the term reverse migration right now. Like they're seeing hmm. birds coming from the south. Which is, which is like, just fucking bananas. What's going on? I just don't. I don't yep. understand that. And I can't ask the weatherman because he's wrong fucking six days out of the week. So, um, you know. Yeah. But it is what it is. Mm. Like we had, we had four inches of snow here last week. Yeah. It it's gone. And then it was like allegedly, allegedly, allegedly mm-hmm. like not eight, nine degrees ridge. yesterday. It was not. And we were like minus five, minus six today. I was checking the weather, you know, obviously planning out my week next week. And we're like sunny, mid to high single digits for like yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Really, like, eh? Okay, I gotta, well. I got a check. I got a message from a, from a fella. He was saying in Nebraska, he sort of gave me a, a heads up of what was happening in Nebraska after like the last episode show that we had done. And we were talking about, you know, what's going on with birds and stuff like that. And uh, I got to try and find it here now. But he sort of gave me, he was like in, in Nebraska, it's it's all kinds of like, it's, it's not doing it either. Like, I'm, oh. I'm pretty sure. Not sure. Um but I can tell you, to the great state of Georgia, thank you, you are 
the state that downloads this episode the most out of everyone in North America, the great state of Georgia. Yeah. So even, yeah, God love them. Um, So this week is the first time that we've actually hit our numbers have hit more listeners in the U S than in Canada, which is, which is pretty good. And the majority of those listeners are coming from Georgia. So um, keep it up. Hmm. You bunch of Georgia peaches. I I love it. You know what? That, that is as sweet as a Georgia peach. That's as sweet as a Georgia peach. I declare. That's God bless my, them. Yeah, that's my Georgia accent. So uh, please don't hate on me, Georgia. <laughs> new Finese. <laughs> yeah, my, hey, I was at, a, I met, I was at, a, at an appointment today and, and was talking to this lady and she was like, wow, you sound like you're Irish. And I'm like, oh, I've heard a lot of things, but Irish is not one of them. I haven't heard that I sound like Irish before. Which <laughs> well, makes you don't me look wonder. like a leprechaun, but no, no. fat for a leprechaun. Um, <laughs> leprechauns are just wee little lads. Um, but I, I'm I'm curious, like to our especially our listeners down down south of the border, like do they have an issue understanding what I'm saying? Like I I forget sometimes that. You know, the majority of my friends understand and have been around a pile of Newfoundlanders before, so they get the accent, right? Um, but then people that have never, ever heard the accent, I, I wonder, like, can they understand what I'm even saying most of the time? I don't know. Well, well, it's one thing when you get talking to a Newfie, to someone who speaks English. It's yeah. another thing to try to sit there and listen to two Newfies talk together. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit. Yeah, I can, I can see that. That's a bit yeah, rough. That, that's right off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is <laughs> off the rails. Uh, I gotta admit. Actually, even when, even when the wife and I go home to Newfoundland and we're home for two weeks, when we come back, like we, it like re-energizes our accent. And for the first little bit that we're back, people are just shaking their heads and nodding. They're like, your your, your kids can't even understand you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Anyways, boys, we're getting off on tangent. Brian, is your season officially done, buddy, or or do you have an like? Does it look well? Like it's you're never get officially it? done. Yeah, not <laughs> never officially last. done till the last day. You never know, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I've only ever hunted geese in a field once in December. So okay, and and you're just getting that lake effect snow, right? Like that. That's all that. Yeah. Like you're not getting any real. Um, drops and temperatures like it's not frigid or anything like that. It's just that lake effect snow coming mm-hmm. off of off of uh, what what lake? Georgian Bay. Georgian Bay, right? Yeah. Yeah, Which it was is... minus eleven this morning. Ooh, cold, cold enough. Yeah, that's yeah, gross. Um, to our yeah, to our friends south of the border. What is that in Fahrenheit? Minus cold. Yeah, <laughs> colder than a witch's tit, as I say. Chilly, willy. Yeah. Uh, Survey sorry. says. My, uh, what the hell is going on? Man, the internet is all screwed up. Elon Musk is screwing with satellites up there or something because. Shit in the bed. Yeah, yeah, it's all going to shit. He's too busy sending fucking <clears throat> rockets up to 
push asteroids from colliding into Earth that he's fucking with my internet right now. So it, this we're all over the place. Today, so Philly, um, you don't have the the woo, do you? Hope not. Hey. Oh, good lord. Jesus. Little touch, you, touch of the are, you double, are, you, are you double vaccinated? I am. Hey, uh, actually, I'm not going to ask those questions because that's just going to send they us down the fucking two shots. <laughs> two shots, eh? That that's why you, yeah, two. Yeah, the first one was a big one. <laughs> the second one was just little. <laughs> I, I like it. Ugh. Two in the pink, eh? Good lord. Good lord, he says. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a uh, off the rail show already. I can tell. Well, that's like uh, most of them. Well, yeah, I must say, yeah, we are we are pretty much all over the place every show. Uh, squirrel, squirrel. But I got Brian on tonight. I really wanted to get Brian on tonight because you know he listens to the show all the time and and we chat and and stuff like that. And he did warn me. He was like, "Listen, I'm not an expert on anything." And I'm like, "Well, you'll fit right in with us because." We're not experts on anything. <laughs> We're not experts on anything either. We just like to talk and, and sound like we know what we're talking about, but I, I'm not sure we really are experts. Professional bullshitters. Yeah, I'd say. We're really we've good got, at pretend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's that say? Fake it until you make it. That's, is that, isn't that a saying that some people yep. ad, adhere to? Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we're faking it. I think we're very upfront that we're not experts and, and we're just a bunch of yahoos that get on, on a zoom call every week and, and talk about hunting. I don't, I don't think uh, any of us has ever proclaimed to be, to be uh, experts by any means. So we really just get on there, drink whiskey. We haven't been smoking cigars. Phil's down oh. in his basement, so he's not allowed to smoke cigars anymore. Um, and uh, I just, I don't know. I just haven't thought about it. And Brian. I've been wanting to have one for quite some time, though. I, I've been thinking about it because I got that shiny new humidor um, that I haven't even put a cigar in yet. So um, I got to get at so that. So it's just, just a wood box. It's, it's a wooden box right now. <laughs> Not a humidor, just a wooden box. Yeah, yeah, it's a wooden box. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, you know, we sit around and we drink whiskey and, and well, or whatever, beer. We don't we don't judge anybody. Coffee. Coffee. Brian's on coffee tonight. So, Tea. yeah. So, we, Brian was telling this story before we hit records. So before the foul weekend this year that we had held, um, I may have, you know, thrown around a little bit of, I don't know. Uh, I might've been walking around a little bit cocky talking about all the rum that I was going to drink on this weekend that we were all getting together. And, and, and I'm a big fan of rum. There's no joke about it. Anyways, Brian shows up with black rum. And there is no good that comes from black rum. Anybody that drinks black rum regularly has issues, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I had to, yeah, I had to eat a lot of crow that night because there was a there was a forty of, of cracking on the table, and I could have drank all I wanted 
but I just couldn't do it because it was it was black. Rum. You had one. Yeah, and that was oh, so bad. I can't do it. it just too, can't. Too, too dark for Damien. Yeah, yeah. I'm an amber. I'm an amber rum guy. So um, even white rum, I'm not a big fan of. But uh, but black no. rum. Oh. So I had to eat a little bit of crow there. I cocked up my my rum drinking game pretty good the night before and came to a screeching halt when that bottle of Kraken ended up on the table there. And, and then, of course, <laughs> and in true form, your friends just never let you live it down and they just keep at you and torment you all night until you just say that's <laughs> enough and you go to bed. I think I beat you to bed that night. No, no, you were still up when no. I went to bed. Yeah, you <laughs> left for a bit. You it got, got a little your... fuzzy there for a while. <laughs> yeah, while well, we were drinking that. Oh, and Bird Dog. Um, yeah. The, cayenne, the Devil Dog. Yeah, the Cayenne Pepper Cocoa, cocoa Blend. No. no. Yeah. It, it was not. It was not good, not good at all. I'll stick to my peach. Hey, they did. Uh, I met, wanted to tell you, they did write me back after last week. They're hoping, they are hoping Bird Dog Whiskey will be sold in Canada early 2022. Canada or Ooh. Ontario? Because there's a big difference. Mm, it is. Because all huge. our liquor is provincially regulated. Very good. I don't. Point. I don't give a shit about the rest of Canada. Very good point, my man. <laughs> Needs Very to be good here point. in Ontario. Let me just see what they said. Oh, I said, is there an update on Bird Dog coming to Canada? And they said, fingers crossed, early 2022. So I didn't specify Ontario. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Yeah, one job. Get bird dog whiskey in Ontario. That's my only yeah. job. Yeah, we don't care about the rest of the rest of the country. Yeah. Um fellas, are you starting to see any, you know, with the season starting to wind down now, we should start seeing a little bit more action on the 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 dinners, right? Like the fundraising dinners. I know um our good friend Marco Cunha and Steve Segulik, they held a, a dinner a couple weeks ago. Um, yep. A great dinner, uh, apparently. I'm just wondering if you're hearing about <clears throat> any more that that's coming up. I think the, I think there's another, I think Dave, Dave is the president for the chapter up in, uh, up in Concordon. And I think they're looking at, getting their dinner up and on the go here real soon. So be pretty, it'd be pretty awesome to be getting back into these halls and, and drinking and, and doing some fundraisers again. Marco and I have been yeah. playing with the idea of my dinner going this year, but we're usually one of the first ours is in March every year. So if we right. do, we're going to have to push the date back because we just don't have time. Right. And are you in the same one that, uh, that Craig is in, Brian? Yeah, so yeah. I joined the chapter, and then when Craig stepped down as chair, I took his spot. Oh, cool. Yeah, you guys have a fabulous dinner, too, right? Like a, a real popular the best. dinner. Yeah. Yeah, 
Well, you know, there's some, there's, you know what? There's some really big <laughs> dinners here in Ontario right now. Oh, yeah. um, Lisa Padgel. Yeah, Wild for Hope. is Well, that's, I don't think, and this isn't a slight against any other dinner or charitable thing out there in Ontario, but I don't think there's a better time in Ontario than the Wild for Hope dinner that Brian McRae puts off. Have you been to that, Brian? Have you no, been not to, yet. Oh, buddy. If, no. the, if it goes this year, I'm telling you. I'll be there. It, it is the best time. Hey, Phil, I don't think there's a better dinner in Ontario than it, that one. Uh, it, it's usually a shit show. It, <laughs> yeah. In a good prizes, way. But yeah. It, it's a shit show. The prizes are amazing. Uh, the you know, well, even, all- even funnier is the shenanigans of people bidding on these prizes and guys out bidding each other just to fuck your buddy over. Yeah. And it's all good. Yeah. And it all goes to, it all goes to cerebral palsy. So hundred percent, it all goes to a, it all goes to a good cause in the end, but yeah, my credit card usually takes a, gets a bad freight that night. Um, there may be uh, a brief moment that my wife doesn't talk to me there for a little bit. I remember the last one, me and Phil were two, we're leaving the dinner. Both of us got guns over our shoulders, bags, all kinds of stuff. And we're like walking down in Peterborough, right? We were in Peterborough. We had a gun yeah. over our shoulder. <laughs> we're walking back to the hotel. It was like, oh boy. Just this a is, mess. Yeah, well, it was no, it was no better. Thing. It was no better than when, when uh, you and I went to the Grimsby DU dinner. Mm. That was messy. That was it. That but was I remember being up there because I spent half the night haggling poor Marco because he was the, uh, <laughs> the MC, MC for the night. Yeah. And um, they were doing like table draws for prizes and stuff. Yeah. And like everybody in the room was winning prizes and this except and that. And us, except our, except table. our table. And I'm yeah. fucking haggling them and haggling <laughs> them. And it gets down to like the very last table draw prize. Yeah. Don't I win like a dozen decoys? Because nice. I need more decoys. Hey, <laughs> well, watch, your, watch your mouth. Right? You always so need like, more decoys. I'm like, out of all the things, right? I end up yeah. winning more decoys. Now, on top of that, there was a, there was like a live, like live auction for, I don't know, it was like a whole yeah. pile of meat or something. And it I literally came remember. down to like, yeah, it was like, it literally came down to me and one other guy. And I was standing up, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I I am like beyond liquor. I, I don't care at what at this point how much money I spent. Yeah, yeah. Throw another fifty on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I just kept going. And finally, I'm like, I, I had a slight pause. I'm like, my oh wife my. will probably execute me. Yeah. Time out. Yeah. yeah. And then we went to Steve's house afterwards. Mm-hmm. Leaf scored, boys. In case you're wondering. Yeah, be the time tonight. Hmm. Hmm, go, go, Leafs, go. Um, <laughs> Good and you. <laughs> Good and you. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. No. I gotta get back. I gotta get back into the uh into the letter Kenny. That's something that I've I've found pretty interesting <laughs> since talking to like all these all these fellas down in the States is how many people south of the border that watches Letter Kenny and the trailer park boys. They find us comical up here. Uh, we're, just, we're just pure comedic factor for them. Well, I, you know, I just didn't think that it would have, you know, made it onto their streaming services. You know what I mean? Like um, Netflix in the States is different than Netflix in Canada, right? So um, 
either way, when I hear someone say pitter patter, let's like, get yeah, at her. <laughs> let's get at her. That's a letter Kenny fan. That's right been there. around long, long before letter Kenny. Oh, it has, but yeah. they've sort of kind of brought it to the mainstream. Resurrected? Mm, maybe it's in the <laughs> urban dictionary now. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Um, what else you guys want to talk about tonight, fellas? Like it, it is a, a, a pretty mishmash show here with not a, a huge well, um let's let, let's talk to Brian on his choice of weaponry. Uh oh. What do you like to shoot, Brian? I'm a twelve gauge guy. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. What are you shooting, what are you shooting buddy? Uh I shoot a Browning Maxis mostly. Good gun. I have a couple of guns, but um, yeah, and then I shoot mostly geese, so twos and threes usually. Yeah, yeah. Heavy loads, though. I shoot uh, one and seven eight. They're one and three eighths ounce number threes. Yeah, they're three inch. Sorry, Slow, yeah. slower, slower load, bigger payload. Yeah, yeah. You guys just works for me. <laughs> yeah. I used to I used to have a Maxis like years ago. It wasn't too long after they actually came out with the Maxis. And honestly, I loved the gun. Yeah. The Maxis was was an amazing gun. Like the, the dirt touch finish and stuff on uh, the Maxis was great. Like I just I love the gun. But like I shimmed it six ways from Sunday. I couldn't hit the fucking ground if I dropped it. Really, eh? <laughs> yeah, it was it, just it, one of those things, right? And this this goes to show, I don't know what the episode number is, but people revert back to Matt Pomeroy. Yeah. That's an essential episode to watch, proper gun fitment and whatnot. But Brian really touched on something right there, and he had said, but that works for me when he when he said is, right? And that's why, you know, there's so many in, in this age where information is, is at everybody's fingertips People just don't want to seem to to try stuff anymore. They just jump on Facebook. Hey, what's what's a good choke tube for this gun? Um, listen, buddy, you gotta you gotta fire it. Like what works for me yeah. is not gonna work for you. Or if it do, it's a fluke. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's no good for Brian to say, "Well, I'm shooting a Maxis with a Kicks choke, shooting um, can't ammunition." at you know one and three eight ounce um you know at 35 yards and i'm folding geese yeah that's great for for brian that doesn't mean it's it's blanket and it's gonna that's the same thing as you phil shooting your 28 gauge i buddy i i i know i've seen you i've seen you shoot birds with it but i'm still i'm like man how many birds i i'd be afraid that i'm i'm just gonna wound birds as opposed to just dropping them. You know what I mean? But again, you got to get out and you got to try it. And I remember, and I go back to Corey Baker at the beginning of, I think it was at the beginning of the beliefs go. Um, I think it was at the beginning of the, the spring Turkey hunt and Corey Baker um, did a video where he had his, he had his, his gun and his choke tube and, uh, and him and his buddies, they all went and bought like, two boxes of, of turkey load of different brands and they all brought their guns out and they all shot trying to find <clears> which <throat> was the best combination to work with their gun. And I, 
I've got a feeling that there isn't a ton of people that's doing it. No, there's not. And like, honestly, so now that I've got a few new toys in the safe, yeah, like come like once, you know, season settled down, we get into that off season, like, guess what? I need to be spending some time at the bench. Yeah. Because there's nothing else better to do in the middle of a fucking winter. Yeah. Other than shovel snow, but like I'll spend my winter going out hitting hitting the paper, doing some patterning. Like I've got that super black eagle three now in twenty gauge. And I want to run run some stuff through it just to try to because him and I aren't friends yet. We're not there yet. Oh no. (laughs) No. It's Um, it's it's mutually platonic right now. I've I've noticed like like no slight against Benelli, but anyway, like Benelli makes a phenomenal firearm. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just the gun and I getting used to each other. Um, like I've got an M. Everyone knows like my bread and butter is that M2 that I have. And Christ, I could I could smack doubles and triples out of a flock with my eyes closed with that thing. I shoot it phenomenally. Now, I need to figure out the point of impact with that Super Black Eagle three. So at 30 yard, like 30 yards is my magical number for putting things on paper. Yeah. And just see, okay, like, like what, what's the split from your center line? So say I aim dead center at the target. What's my split in my pattern? Is it 50, 50? So, you know, you get yeah. an equal pattern above and below. And obviously mm-hmm. you're shooting off bags. So you're dead steady. Like there's no issue about flinch and all this other nonsense. So is it a 50, 50 split? Is it 60, 40? Is it 70, 30? We get into 70, 30. Now, like, I'm concerned about my pattern. Yeah. So, like, you know, guys say, well, just just float the bird. No. I put that bead on the bird or ahead of the bird or whatever the case may be. And I don't want to be like, okay, so the bird's flying this way. So today I'm using this gun, so I have to aim here. No, we we eliminate all that nonsense. I want either a 60-40 or a 50-50 split in my pattern. And I will shim and adjust accordingly. If it's not working out, it's not working out. You know, it is what it is. That's probably back to, back to life. You know, Phil, that's probably a good topic that maybe we should talk about. And I know we did it with Matt. Write it, write it down. Write it the fuck <laughs> down. But we sh- we should like probably have you come on and just talk about the shims and and how to. Do you know what I mean? Because there are fellas like. And you've heard, and you guys have heard it a million times, right? And um, I can't shoot this gun. And I, and I said it like I had a Benelli pump. The gun was amazing, worked, it was flawless, but I could not hit a goddamn thing with that gun. And yeah. that is, that's no joke because I, and I didn't shim it, I didn't do nothing. I just, I shot it, it didn't fucking fit me. And then I just switched and I went with Beretta. And, and I never had to shim this Beretta. I didn't have to do anything with it. Edit a box <laughs> straight, and I and I I can straight up kill birds with it. Yeah. But the shims and and you know once you buy that gun and and you've got to try and do your best to make it work for you. There's not a lot of fellas, me included, um, that know how to properly do that. So maybe it's something that we should we should talk about. A, a lot of people expect guns to shoot where they point them yeah out of the box and yeah. that is not the case now like there, there are times and believe me there are times where like just you know said so the moon and the stars are aligned yeah and 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 you pair 
with a gun. It becomes it becomes one, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, I've been fortunate, like my M2 out of the box, shoot like a barn on fire. Same with my Super Black Eagle 2. I shoot it very well, if you're into that 12 gauge sort of nonsense. Um, <laughs> now, the Ethos 28 that I bought, the very first hunt that I took it out on, I, I smashed it, you know, my dad and I, we went out and we smashed a dozen mallards. Um, I hadn't adjusted it as of yet. And it just, it took a bit to get things sorted out. I've since readjusted the shims to match the shim configuration in my M2. Yeah. And it, it's, it's good. Good night, Irene. Lights out. Birds, birds are dead. And then I've since adjusted the Super Black Eagle 3 to match the shims in my M2. And have noticed a huge improvement in the kill ratio. Really, eh? Like, like the first the first two hunts I had with the Super Black Eagle three, I'm like, I was not impressed. But again, you got to revert back to so like these things get assembled in the factory, sent out. Yeah. You know they're not built. You know. Yeah, yeah. Co- kosher for everyone, right? So I've since made adjustments and I've noticed a huge improvement and obviously in- increased kill ratio with using it. So. Like there's a clue there, but further to that, I will like obviously throughout the course of winter, I will hit some paper and just to see you know what is ex- what exactly it's doing, and is it is, am I the issue? Yeah, or is it the gun that's the issue? That's right. Because I will I will take out the M2 at the same time, and I will put the same chokes mod and mod. Yeah. You no, know, light mod, light mod, whatever the case. I will run choke for choke, side by side, same shells shooting those gun on paper like i have no issue spending three four hours at the range <clears throat> rounds through adjusting shims changing chokes and this that to figure out what's right for me and i will do the best i can to match whatever gun i have to how i shoot the m2 yeah so again less cripples less wasted ammo better kill percentage like you know put put the odds put the factors into your favor like yeah it's no, no, simple I, science, I, right? You're you're absolutely right. Brian, you know, so you're shooting that browning. If the trigger is gold, it'll fold, right? Um that, that's right. That, that's the saying, right? Uh, what Rot Daniels uh, throws out there. So, you know, when you so did you have to go through this same rigmarole with shims, or did you, you know, take it out of the box and and an and a shot right for you, or you adjusted it and, and you made it work? Like, how did it, you know, when you bought that gun, how did it all play out for you before you got on on birds? So, yeah, it the way I got it is the way I shoot it. It just happened. Yeah. It happened to be perfect for me, so that yeah. I, don't, I don't mess with it. But that was my, my unicorn gun. A buddy bought one a few years ago, and I tried it, and it fit perfect. So yeah. that was became my mission to get one, so. Now I will say that with my there is there is a load that doesn't that I have not had much luck with in, in killing birds with. But if I'm shooting uh, threes and fours out of my gun, lights out. But go down to BB, just can't just can't do it. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I I I've had very, very poor luck shooting BB this year. Um, hmm. Now I've only been out on a couple of real goose, 
couple like dedicated goose hunts. And actually the one that me and Phil uh, were on, I think I, I switched up the twos for that. So I was a little bit better. Um, but the BBs just haven't been doing it for me this year. And, and, and I think that it, it, it's, you know, the gun and the, and the choke tube, right? Like it's just not, uh, just not a, a symbiotic relationship. Like the, not the right combo. Yeah, not the right combo. So I just switched to number twos for geese and, and, it, and it does it, right? Here we go. Here we go. He's brought out. I, I'm just, I'm tinkering things as we're talking because I want to look at something. Oh, Uh-oh. that's all. Oh, okay. I got a question for you too. Yeah. Do you shoot turkeys with your waterfowl guns or do you have a dedicated turkey yep. gun? I, I shoot with my waterfowl gun. Yeah. I just use yep. so, I, I just use a full choke. And now the only thing I do is I'll go buy a turkey load, right? Yeah. Um yeah. I'll buy a turkey load, but other than that, yeah, I shoot it at a my I and I'm not opposed to having a dedicated turkey gun. It's just it's money. And and I just I don't want to buy a turkey gun. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I just oh, I, yeah, if okay. I had lots of money, I would go buy a turkey gun. Um, but I don't have lots of money, so therefore I don't have a turkey gun, right? Like my next mm-hmm. gun purchase is going to be a 20 gauge. Um, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, quite. Um yes, yes, it, it, it will be a 20 gauge because I because people I, I think people are are curious about so why the shift to the to the sub gauges, right? So why the shift to the 28 and the 20? Like shit, I'm hearing stories down the states of fellas shooting 410 um mm-hmm. at, at birds, right? Um and it's just not to sound cocky, but it's just a little bit more of a challenge. You know what I mean? And and by no means am I a lights out killer I, because I'm not. Um, but I think I would just like, I would just like a little bit more of a challenge. Like if, if birds finish for me, like generally I, I, I shoot them. So I'd like to have a little bit, a little bit more of a challenge. And I really want to, to take advantage of the recoil, um, and, and that follow-up shot. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like for me, like for, as everyone knows, like, I shoot the M2. That's like my waterfowl bread and bar. It's got a 26 inch barrel on it. Um, Not I run, a big deal. No. <laughs> um, I run the Kicks Goblin Thunder in this gun for turkey yeah. choke. Yeah. And have spent the time, have patterned it and whatnot. And I fully, full out laced a Tom this spring. I think it was either like 42 or 43 yards <laughs> shooting the 20 gauge. And he was dead before he hit the ground. You're right. Whoa, buddy. You're getting into some, you're getting into some, some pretty crazy territory there with some of these, some of these other 80 yard hunters here. Before you know it, you'll be shooting turkeys at 80, 90 yards here soon. Well, I want to push the 110 mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let me know how that works out for you, buds. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you got that yeah. on video. Again, make like sure you and make sure you use your uh, your vortex rangefinder when you're uh, when you're doing yes. that too. Okay, because I want to I want to see what? I want to see you poke out 110 uh, 110 meters there to, to 
drop a turkey. Y- yards, not meters. Yeah, meters. What the hell? Right. Listen, I'm I'm Canadian. I'm from Canada, eh? Yeah, I'm from Canada. It's meters. <laughs> they, they they think I'm slow, eh? <laughs> they think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just moved here from Canada. They think I'm slow, eh? Yeah. So just to confirm, so my all four of my Benelli's, because that's legit. Like I had to check on my Super Black Eagle too, because I didn't know. But all four of my Benelli's are all shimmed the same BDX. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. That's, that's how I shoot. So for those nice. of the shims, like there's like A, B, C, D, DX is right hand, SX is left hand. Like the S and the D is like Italian for left and right. I can remember the exact word, but I have all mine set up for BDX. BDX, hmm. eh? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, fellas, um, I think we're getting close to that 60 minute mark. We may be short three or four minutes, but uh, we're close and we'll start yeah. to. Brian's got to go to work tonight. So that's. <laughs> yeah. So he had his cat nap before uh, before we went on the air. So yeah, he's got to go tonight. Yeah. Um, I, I can't. Um, no. <laughs> no, you're retired. I, I am. I pay I pay your wage. Yes. Yes, you do, Phil. And thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you both. No, not that yeah. I've ever been told that at work. <laughs> I pay your wage. You know what? You keep paying your taxes because I want a wage increase. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, um yeah, Brian, buddy, thanks for coming on. Um, I know you are busy and, and gotta go to work in the night and, and stuff like that. Um, and it was it was pretty much a, a mishmash show, uh, more so than, than normal. Um, so I apologize if, uh, if you had a lot more to say and you didn't get, and we just didn't get to you and, and, and poke and, and prod at you as much as, uh, as what we should have, but you know, you're always hey, welcome. We can have you back on. That's what I was just about to say. You're always yeah. more than welcome to come back on buddy anytime. And all you got to do is if you're ever message. stuck for somebody, I'm always around. Yeah, and, and it doesn't have to be us. Like, if you ever got something you want to talk about, like, especially when, when it comes time for your dinner and stuff like that, if you want to get on and talk about your dinner and, and what's coming up and with your chapter, feel free to, to reach out and, and we'll have you on back on again, buddy. Uh, Come on yeah. and plug the shit out of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, because we do have millions and millions of listeners, especially in the great state of Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. So you never know. You never know. Those crazy Americans, they, they, they do crazy stuff when it comes to bird hunting. It wouldn't surprise me that they, that they would hop aboard a plane and come to Canada. And, but then again, now they got to be double vaxxed and we're a little bit silly when it comes to that stuff right now. So. And you need like half a dozen tests and some other nonsense. Yeah, it's you gotta be rabies it's free. And- so I, so I'll say this now, just in case anybody is wondering. So I done a day trip over to New York um last week so i literally went down checked my mailbox came back um get to the american border asked me what i'm doing i'm like yeah i'm going down pick up some decoys at my mailbox he was like okay yeah sounds good lets me through i go down pick up my decoys come back to the canadian side pass the lady in my my passport to come back into canada and she goes um have you filled out your arrive canada app 
And I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And she was like, <laughs> well, she was like, you need to go back into the United States because you're not coming into Canada without that filled out. And I was like, what is it? She said, just download it on your phone and then fill it out. So I had to turn around, go back into the, the queue, um, get up to the American uh, border crossing. Guy goes, weren't you just here? And I was like, yeah, I didn't fill out some paperwork that are making me come back into the United States. And he sort of snickered, laughed, right? And he was like, okay. I was like, where can I pull off on the side of the road and fill this up? I said, I'm guessing I can't do it right here. He's like, no, no, yeah, definitely not doing it at the border crossing. He said, head on down the road a ways. So I get down, download the app, do all the friggin' upload pictures of my vaccine and uh, it was like everything fucking information that I had to fill out for this name of your firstborn. And yeah, yeah. All this shit. And I find, and I get up and, uh, and the lady goes, uh, passport. And I was like, pass her my passport. And I was like, do you want this code from the arrive Canada app? And she was like, no, no. I was like, what do you mean? No, no. I was like, I just went all the way back through. She was like, no, it's a, when you fill it out on your, so this is how crazy it is. You fill out on the app and it automatically updates when they swipe your fucking passport. That's not um, creepy at all. No, not at all. So you fill out all your information on this app and that's all you need to do. And when you come up to the, to, to the border crossing, they literally take your, your passport, scan it, and all the information pops up on the screen. That's fucking spooky. Big brother. Yeah, big brother is right. Um, sorry about that little tangent. Brian, thanks again for coming on, buddy. Uh, it was it was great. Um, Phil, to you, buddy. Yeah. Um, so literally, as we're sitting here talking, shooting the shake about the, the Wuhan stuff, I'm like oiling my gun. Yeah. So for those that for those that rant and rave, oh, my choke tube stuck and all this other bullshit. Hey, G96. A little mm. sprinkle of this nonsense. So like we're sitting here shooting the shit. Through a little dab in the choke tube, through yeah. a little dab here in the receiver on the uh, the rails and stuff. Mm. Keep things moving. Yeah. Food for thought. Lube. I use that shit for everything. Thing. I yeah. put that shit on everything. <laughs> Lube yeah. is not a bad thing, ladies. G ninety six. Spray your gun. It makes things unstuck. <laughs> Brian, to you, buddy last word well, th thanks for having me on the show and uh sorry i wasn't uh an expert in a field or much well, entertainment but you're oh, an expert in good company brian yeah you're an yeah. expert in good company and that's uh, and that's all we need it that's um yeah no it was great to have you on buddy great to see you again um yeah you too and hopefully um like i said i i've uh <clears throat> i've inquired about a, a snow goose hunt for us for in the spring so as soon as i get the word um, we'll be booking dates and I'll let you know and yep. uh, we'll get chasing the white devil. Have you shot a snow goose before? Oh yeah, I hunted with Brugman's a couple of years ago. Okay, so Philly has never shot a, a snow goose so we got to get... I've shot at. <clears throat> right. And you but thought that, ducks that were was... assholes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would bring the 12 gauge out for this event. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. full send. Full 12 gauge. <laughs> Four inch number twos. <laughs> <laughs> Punt that. guns. Punt guns. That's what right. you need. Yeah. Turret. Okay. Yeah. A turret. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wheel, wheel out the old F1 shitty with a <laughs> full-on fucking machine gun mounted to the roof. Yeah, You're going to die. You're going to die, Whitey. Um, yeah. Everybody, this was 70, episode 76 of the Union 0430. If you haven't figured it out yet, we are not experts, nor will we ever claim to be experts. We literally are exactly as advertised. A bunch of friends that love coming on and chatting with one another. And hopefully some of you that listen can actually learn something. Um, and that's debatable on, on if it's educational or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know what? Again, thank you so much for all the support and love that you've given us over the last year and a bit. Um, Especially it's all those in Georgia especially to the great state of Georgia. Thank you so much to the millions and millions of listeners. Thank you. Please subscribe. Please continue to download to all the amazing things that you're doing because it really, really means the world to us until next week. Big love.